Welcome to The Saint Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Our vision is to bring hope to the people of East London, and I'm praying that you would feel so encouraged by this week's talk. Amen. Would you like to take a seat for a moment? And a welcome again to those of you uh, watching uh, online. A special welcome if you are here joining us for the first time today. A particular welcome if you've been dragged along to church by some family member or you're here um, because you got lost on the way to the train station or whatever it might be. Uh, You are so welcome today, particularly if you are here slightly accidentally. If you're not used to hanging around on a Sunday morning in a church, then let me tell you this. Easter is for you. Easter is for you. The message of Easter is not particularly for religious people, for the usual suspects. It's for people like you and me who haven't got it all together, who don't think they fit all the time. Easter is for you if you don't yet believe or you don't know what you believe, if you have doubts and fears, if religion is a complicated word for you, if you're here by accident today. Because this story is an invitation into something bigger than us. Something more lasting than our brief lives. Throughout human history, mankind, humankind has been obsessed with finding the secret to conquering death. If you've ever watched pretty much any movie, particularly like a Marvel movie or any kind of movie involving like sci-fi or like an epic narrative, you will know that at some point the big question is, how does the hero come back from the dead? How does what looks like it's lost and broken come back to life? It's the concern of science today. How can we extend our lives? It's the concern of philosophy. How can we make sense of our lives? Is there life beyond death? How can we experience eternal life? And that is the message of Easter, what's been described as the greatest story ever told. And it goes like this, the story so far, to recap, God so loved the world, and that includes you and I, that he sent his only son, Jesus, to earth. Jesus shows us what God is like, that he's not nasty, that he's not a kind of judge out to catch you, like a wicked judge, a bad judge. Instead, he's loving. He's a father, that he's kind, that he's a healer, that he welcomes the refugee. He was a refugee. He welcomes the broken. He welcomes the outsider. He welcomes the irreligious people. And he showed us that despite our brokenness and our sin, God has made a way for you and I to be able to stand in his life and his love. And here's the deal. Throughout the whole of human history, the Bible tells us that only one person was without sin, and his name is Jesus. He had what is called righteousness. And what happens is he swaps places with you and I so that we don't have to carry our sin with us and instead we can walk away with his righteousness. And that's the story of the first Easter weekend that Saffron read to us. Jesus is arrested, he's abandoned by his friends, he's tried and he's placed on a cross between two criminals. Now crucifixion was a nasty way to die. It was reserved for the lowest people, the like most like 
heinous crimes. And we're told that Jesus was placed in the middle on a cross between two criminals, one to his left and one to his right. And in the middle, God himself, the perfect lamb, the one without any sin, opened wide his arms in invitation to you and I. And then on that Friday, he breathes his last breath and the sky becomes dark, the earth shakes, the veil in the temple is torn from top to bottom and Jesus dies. And they take his body and they lay it in a tomb and it looks like it's game over. Maybe you're here today and you feel like your sky has been dark for a while. Maybe your world has been shaken. Maybe you feel things have been torn apart in your world. Maybe you feel like you're walking in the valley of the shadow of death, that it's game over for your life. Well, hang on, because Sunday's coming. Early on Sunday morning, his friends who'd gone to visit the tomb saw something extraordinary, the stone that had sealed the tomb, an enormous stone, the weight of a car that you couldn't move with human hands. The stone has been rolled away and is lying thrown on the side. The tomb is open. And then the disciples hear the three most important words uttered in human history up to this point. Three words that change the direction and the destiny of ordinary people like you and me. The three words that mean we are standing here 2,000 years later in Hackney, in East London, or wherever you're watching this online and everything can be different that life does not have to end with death these are the three words that changed everything the angel simply says he is risen he's risen Jesus is not dead he is alive he's risen you might say well hang on don't get carried away it's the church of England after all Maybe you've just had a bit too much chocolate this morning, a little bit on a sugar high. You know, what difference does that make to my life? To my future, my family? I mean, I've still got all these problems. I'm in debt. I'm addicted. I've got this pain. I've got these doubts. What difference does it make to me? Well, I want you to come with me to that Friday of the first Easter weekend. And you'll remember there are three crosses on the hill. On the one side, a criminal. In the middle, the Son of God with his arms open in invitation. And on the right-hand side, another criminal crucified next to Jesus. I want to read you some words from Luke's Gospel. In chapter 23 of Luke's Gospel, verse 32, says this. Two other men, both criminals, were also led out with him to be executed. When they came to the place called Skull, they crucified him there along with the criminals, one on his right and the other on his left. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they're doing. They divided up his clothes by casting lots. Then people stood watching, and the rulers even sneered at him. And they said he saved others. Let him save himself if he's God's Messiah, the chosen one. The soldiers came up and mocked him. And then verse 39, one of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. One of the criminals said to this, said, aren't you the Messiah? Well, save yourself. But the other criminal on the other side rebuked him. 
He said to his friend, hey, don't you fear God since you are under the same sentence. We are punished justly for we're getting what we deserve. But this man in the middle has done nothing, done nothing wrong. Then he said to Jesus, he says, Jesus, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus answers him these words that he says to you today, truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. I mean, I can't wait to meet this guy, this thief on the cross. I mean, can you imagine just for a moment how things worked out for that guy? I mean, just think about it. I can't wait to find him when we get to heaven. And I'm gonna ask him, like, what happened? Like, how did it work out for you? You know, one day you're having the worst day of your life. You're hanging on a cross and you're cursing Jesus. You're mocking the Son of God. You know, he's never been baptized. He's not been to Sunday school. He's not got confirmed in the Church of England. He's never done an Alpha course. And yet, he made it. He made it. Like nothing to qualify this guy. I mean, can you imagine the scene at the pearly gates that day in heaven? I don't know how it works. Maybe there's an angel. And as the guy arrives at the door of heaven, it's like check-in at the airport. And he says, "Um, hey, what's your name? Oh, I'm the thief on the cross. Okay, right. Uh, Let me, we weren't expecting you. How did, you, how did you get here? Well, I don't know. <laughs> you know, one minute, uh, I'm, uh, uh, and, and here I am. <gasps> what do you mean you don't know? I mean, h- how are you here? He said, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Let me, let me just, let me, just, let me get my supervisor. So he goes and gets a supervisor angel. The manager comes down. The little checklist says, let me just check for you. Hang on. Let me just see, have you, have you lived a, a good life? Uh, no. Have you observed the law since you were a child? <sighs> no, I'm the thief on the cross. <laughs> you know, are you clear on the doctrine of justification by faith? No, never heard of it. What about the virgin birth? Were you in any kind of children's nativity play that we can count against your, you know, was there, is there anything in the quality? Have you got an aunt who's a nun? Is there anything? No, nothing. And so the angels are like scratching their heads. And so the angel, senior angel says to the guy, says, on what basis are you here? And the thief just says, I'm here because the man on the cross in the middle said I could come. I'm here because the man on the cross in the middle said I can come. It's the greatest gate crashing in all of history so far. How do we inherit eternal life? What's the secret to the future of life? Is it something we earn, something we win? Do we get nectar points? It's only because the man on the cross in the middle said we can come. Let me ask you that question this morning. On what basis are you here today? 
Maybe you got dragged along by some enthusiastic relative who tricks you into coming to church. <laughs> Maybe you are that enthusiastic relative. Maybe you, you, you're, you're here and you maybe had a faith as a kid and you're like, well, I, I don't know. I don't know what I believe anymore. Maybe you know there's more to life than just the days that you've been given. You know there's something bigger out there, but you don't know what it is yet. Maybe you're trying to figure it out in your own strength. Maybe you're worried about the future. Maybe you're worried about death. Maybe you're hoping there's some kind of spiritual algorithm that's gonna fix it before you get to your end. Like some chat GPT for the soul. Let me tell you the message of Easter is this. There is a man on the cross in the middle and he says, you can come. There is a man on the cross in the middle and he says, you can come. And when we put the man on the cross in the middle, in the middle of our lives, something extraordinary happens. We find that to our very great surprise, however undeserving we think we are, however irreligious we think we are, however much we've messed up our lives, our relationships, our past, however bad we think things are, we find that at that very moment when we put the man in the middle at the center of our lives, we find that we are welcomed into eternal life. Jesus says, today you will be with me forever in paradise. And let me tell you this, your future is bright. The reason that Easter makes us unafraid of death, the reason Easter is good news is this, the man on the cross in the middle doesn't stay on the cross in the middle. He is risen. He is alive. He has defeated sin and death and gone ahead of you. He's not hanging from the cross in the middle anymore. He's seated on a throne in the middle right now. That man on the cross is now seated on a throne in the middle of heaven right now. And one day when you find yourself standing at those pearly gates and they say, hey, how come you've come to be here today? We weren't expecting someone like you. <laughs> you can say, hey, you know what? Look over there, see the man on the throne in the middle the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the lamb who was slain and now is alive. He said, I can come. That's why we're here. Come on in. Eternal life is yours. You don't have to earn it. All you can do is accept the invitation today. In a moment, I'm gonna pray. And maybe you're here because you've heard about Jesus. Maybe you're here because your family member dragged you along. But maybe the man in the middle has not been in the middle. He's been off to the side of your life. Maybe he's in the middle of someone else's life that you love and you're like, I wish I had that faith, but you don't. Maybe you've heard that people like you with your background, your story, your beliefs, they're not welcome. Well, let me tell you, I've read the Bible. Jesus says today, not tomorrow, today you'll be with me. Eternal life can be yours today. And maybe you know all about him, but you've put other things in the middle of your life. 
Well, today we have an opportunity to put the man on the cross back in the middle of our lives. And when we do that, we find that the man on the cross opens up the door to eternal life that you can experience right now. So I'm gonna end with a prayer. In fact, I'm gonna end with an invitation. As the band come on up, we're gonna sing in a moment. But I want us just for a moment to have a chance to respond. And it might be there's one person here today who wants to accept that invitation that you might leave this building today having put the man on the cross in the middle, in the middle of your life today. It might be that you're here and uh, you don't know what you believe. That's okay. There's mornings I wake up, I don't know what I believe. But I know this, that Jesus is alive. He's risen and he's here this morning. And you don't have to walk out the door being unsure about your eternal future. The message of Easter is for you that the man on the cross in the middle is saying, come. Come and experience eternal life right now. Don't miss this opportunity. They don't come around every day. This is a moment for you to get your life right with God. If you've ever been in any doubt of where you stand with him, we don't know what the future's gonna hold. Life is short, life is precious. Let me encourage you, don't leave today without having said yes to that invitation to put the man on the cross at the middle of your life. And so we're gonna close our eyes and I'm gonna invite us to pray a simple prayer. And it might be there's one person here today to whom this applies. And do you know what we're gonna do? I'm gonna make it actually quite difficult for you because while this won't be the hardest thing you ever do in your life following Jesus, it may be a little bit socially awkward and that's okay because God is calling you to come without fear this morning. So in a moment, I'm gonna invite you to stand. We're gonna keep our eyes closed. Could we have a moment of privacy? But if you're here and you wanna respond and say, I don't wanna walk out the door without having put the man on the cross at the middle, in the middle of my life. Maybe you've not got a faith, in which case take a chance today. Maybe you're here and your faith has been off at the side of your life. In which case, let me encourage you to respond today. Put him right back at the heart of your life. So if you're here this morning and you want to commit your life to Jesus or recommit your life to Jesus in a significant way, on the count of three, I'm just gonna invite you to stand. I'm gonna invite you to stand just as a sign to your heart that your head is saying yes as well. And it might be one person, but Jesus loves you. He's stretched wide his arms for you. He's inviting you to come right now and you can experience eternal life. So if you wanna stand on the count of three, one, two, three, go for it. Just stand right now. Go, thank you. You might be the only person, that's okay. Go. Thank you. Thank you, I see you. I see you, thank you. Yeah. All right, a little bit like bungee jumping. When your friend goes first, it's a bit easier. Uh, you see they don't die, it's okay. Well, let me encourage those of you here this morning who don't wanna leave here without having chosen to commit your life to God. I'm gonna give you one more chance. On the count of three, one, two, three. Why don't you stand as well? Go for it. Okay, thank you. Great, I'm gonna pray. Let's all close our eyes. Father, we pray today that you would help us to walk out of here knowing that you're with us, that you love us. 
We're sorry for all the things we've done wrong. We put the man on the cross at the middle of our lives right now. Thank you that you died in my place for the gift of eternal life, that we're forgiven, we're free. Now please, would you come and fill my life with your Holy Spirit, with eternal life, right now. In a moment, I'm gonna say Jesus' name, amen, and I want us to, um, to make as much noise as we can. The reason is, it says in the Bible that when one person turns their life back to Jesus, the angels in heaven celebrate. So we're gonna join with heaven today. And when we say amen to this prayer, that's gonna change people's destinies. I want us to make as much noise as we can to celebrate, to welcome them, to thank God for what he's doing. Are you ready? In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Thanks for listening to this week's talk. If you'd like to find out more, give or connect with us, visit our website, saint.church. Have a great week and we'll see you soon.